the Louisville football team picked up another commitment out of the transfer portal. On today's episode of the Locked on the Louisville podcast, we're going to talk about Marquise Gross-Killebrew, Monty Montgomery, and Braden Smith. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On, the Louisville Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I want to take this time to say thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that this show is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team every day. For those that aren't aware of who I am, I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. Also do some PA announcer work for the university in various sports. Today is a very encouraging episode of the Locked on the Louisville podcast. A big commitment out of the transfer portal. Texas A&M defensive back Marquise Groves-Killebrew committed to the Cardinals program over the weekend. We're going to talk about why this is big for Louisville next fall. Also, Monty Montgomery, Braden Smith granted an extra year of eligibility. So possibly back in 2023. Both would be huge um, returning pieces for next year's team. So we'll start out uh, by talking about the transfer news. And before we do that, I want to say thank you all um, for dealing with me having about half a voice all of last week. That's why I brought on as many guests as I did. Um, Got a lot of good feedback from those episodes. Um, Special shout out to Jeremy Wallman, Michael McCam, and Ethan Moore and Grant Mulligan for coming onto the show and talking about the football team. Uh, very, very excited um, for the team and what they were able to do on early signing day and early on in the transfer portal. But the good news continued for the Cardinals into the weekend um, where the Cardinals picked up a commitment from Texas A&M defensive back transfer Marquise Groves-Killebrew. Um, to kind of give you context as to why this is a huge commitment for Louisville, um, Let me first start out by talking about the Texas A&M side of things. I think a good idea, now granted, it's not always um, a telltale sign, but judging based upon a respective fan base's or media's reaction to a player leaving gives you a, a decent understanding of how they feel about um, a certain departure. Now, granted, sometimes it's um, you know people trying to cope. Um, other times, it's just being bitter. But regardless, um, I think that you know when a fan base is not necessarily um, happy about a player leaving, that kind of bodes well because they get a firsthand um, you know look at a certain player or players. Now, granted. These are fans, so at the end of the day, I will trust I will trust a coaching staff over a fan base. But granted, it does give you some you know insight as to um, what you're getting from a certain player. Now, granted, Marquise Groves Killebrew. It seemed like from the Texas A&M media, they felt like he wasn't going to transfer and that he would be returning for 2023. Defensive analyst Nick Williams. Um, transferred to Colorado, uh, transferred, uh, took a job at Colorado. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, Nick was a huge um, factor 
in getting Marquise Groves Killebrew to sign with Texas A&M. Uh, MGK committed to Georgia before ultimately signing with the Aggies in the class of 2022. It's worth noting Marquise is a Louisville native and moved to Georgia um, and played his high school ball there. But worth noting that this is another player that is coming home to the Derby City. So that is um, a narrative that we've been hearing and we've been talking about over the past week, couple weeks since Jeff Brom has been hired. Granted, this isn't a player that um, played his high school ball or even um, transferred out of Louisville at some point. Still, this is a guy that is from the 502 area code. So it's nice to get a guy to come back home. Um, Highly rated prospect coming out of that 2022 class, the 114th best player in the class. Hundred, or I'm sorry, 13th best cornerback, six foot, 180 pound defensive back. Uh, like I said, committed to Georgia initially, ended up flipping and signing with Texas A&M. It's kind of hard to really talk about rankings for a recruit because rankings aren't the end-all, be-all. Um, sometimes they're extremely wrong. Sometimes they're on point. You know, few and far in between. It really just depends. Like, if a player has been in the college program for three years, he hasn't looked all that great, um, he transfers out as a grad transfer, and he's highly rated coming out of high school, it's hard to look at that high school rating and allow that to triumph over what you've seen on the football field. But it's an interesting situation for MGK. Because he was injured in his final uh, game in high school, so he didn't get an opportunity to participate in spring ball or fall camp. In fact, only got to play in the back half of the schedule for Jimbo Fisher's team. 21 snaps over three games. I think he recorded two total tackles. So you have to look at that context. If you look at the statistics and say, well, how's this guy all that good? Well, he missed um, essentially all of the offseason leading up to his freshman campaign and only played in a couple games. So for Louisville, I think that this is a huge opportunity for both teams or both parties, I should say. For Louisville, you're getting a guy that has tremendously high upside. Um, Adidas All-American coming out of high school, um, like I said, was injured, so it's hard to really, um, you know, it's hard to look too much into it, but when you look at his film, he's a solid tackler in the open field, uh, played both ways in high school, uh, does a good job of high-pointing the football, very, very solid in 50-50 balls, uh, jump balls, um, defense is solid in man coverage. Overall, he projects probably, in my opinion, as a boundary cornerback, which is solid for Louisville that is losing uh, Chandler Jones, Keytrail Clark, so on and so forth. Um, granted, uh, you have some defensive backs that are signed currently, right? Miles Slusher and Devin Neal, but Slusher is more of a, um, you know, a cornerback in the slot. Devin Neal is more of a safety. So for Louisville's aspect, this is a possible day one starter for the Cardinals. Now, granted, it may be a little bit too ambitious to project that considering that, um, he didn't get a lot of uh, meaningful snaps this past season due to injury, so we may be putting too high expectations on early on. But he is a very talented player. Um, had a ton of offers from all across the country. As I mentioned, Kirby Smart recruited him very heavily. Jimbo Fisher recruited him very heavily. 
coaches across the country recruited him very, very heavily. So this is a guy that even when he went into the transfer portal, there were a lot of uh, Georgia media sites, Tennessee media sites that highlighted him transferring. Now, granted, I'm not sure if Kirby Smart or um, Josh Heupel went after MGK once he hit the transfer portal, but credit to Jeff Brom and company for getting him on campus quickly and getting this done swiftly, uh, getting the commitment from a possible day one starter. I think at the very least, we're looking at meaningful depth in the two deep next fall, which is huge for a defensive backs room that still needs more players. Um, because over the past couple seasons, it seems like it's just been a revolving door of players. Guys have come in, and seemingly the coaching staff has filled the depth issue, then players transfer out. Um, regardless, I think that this is a high upside level addition for the Cardinals. Um, and for MGK, it offers the opportunity to um, you know, write your story here in the place that you were born. Um, getting the opportunity to um, continue your legacy and obviously um, compete for a starting spot right away. Now, granted, Texas A&M fans believe that he was possibly going to be a starter next season um, for the Aggies, but now at Louisville, Quincy Riley um, is one player that is projected to start at uh, one cornerback, and if Louisville is projected to go to that 4-2-5 defense that has been rumored, well, I think it's solid to have that versatility from MGK, uh, Miles Slusher, Quincy Riley, um, you know, so on and so forth. So a huge addition for the Cardinals program, probably in my opinion. I don't think it is a far-fetched opinion to believe that this is maybe the biggest addition so far for the Cardinals in the transfer portal. So, um, but that wasn't the only good news. For the Cardinals over the weekend. Monty Montgomery, Braden Smith, granted another year of eligibility. We'll begin by talking about Monty, what his return could mean for the Cardinals linebacker position. So we'll do that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. So look, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post it on your profile with the purple hashtag hiring frame to spread the word. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs the number one In delivering quality hires versus leading competitors, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. As always, I want to say thank you all for making Locked On the Louisville your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Moving right on along, inside linebacker Monty Montgomery Montgomery, granted an extra year of eligibility from the NCAA over the weekend. 
and um, I'm not sure if he has decided on whether or not he is taking that or not. Um, I haven't seen it on his social media. If it's on there, then I apologize. But I know that he was granted the waiver for another year of eligibility. I'm not sure that it is uh, confirmed that he is taking it. I guess technically he could enter the portal. He could put his name into the NFL draft. Regardless, we're going to talk about what his return would mean for the linebacker room next fall. Monty Montgomery in 2022 had 70 combined tackles um, over his career, 161 total tackles. Um, two pass deflections, six sacks, four forced fumbles, and two interceptions in 2022. It was his best year to date as a Cardinal. Um, Obviously, after the 2020 campaign, he was primed for stardom. A lot of people talked about him um, at Media Day and at Fall Camp. Um, Third game of the season against Central Florida, he goes out with a season-ending injury, comes back in 2022, and takes that next step that a lot of people were looking for him to take. So um, from strictly a player progression standpoint, this would be huge. Obviously, it's hard to continue to increase statistically, especially when you've gotten 70 tackles and a defense um, that's very balanced, um, but still obvious um, level of growth to be had. Um, So... I think that getting Montgomery back would be solid for a Louisville defense if they had or if they didn't have depth. Now, granted, they do have some depth issues. Um, Linebacker was the position, in my opinion, that I looked at and I thought, okay, this is where Jeff Brom and company need to do the most work ahead of next season due to the people that they were losing. Obviously, you lose Yasir Abdullah on the edge and – Monty Montgomery being inside, that doesn't necessarily have too much to do with this. But the linebacker position, if you were to get a veteran back for this defense that um, in the linebacker room um, is losing some veteran leadership in Momo Sonogo, that would be a huge returning piece to the puzzle. Um, On top of that, you look at the guys... um, For next season, you lose Dorian Jones to Cincinnati. He transferred uh, with Scott Satterfield and Brian Brown um, and company. And you lose a guy that was probably in line to be a starter in 2023 for the Louisville Cardinals. That's not the case. You lose Sonogo. You lose Dorian Jones. Granted, K.J. Cloyd um, took his name out of the transfer portal. He's back. Ben Perry did the same. Those are two guys back that it's huge for the Cardinals. You've got guys like Jalen Alderman, TJ Quinn, um, Jackson Hamilton, guys a part of that 2021 class that have just been waiting for their time to shine and time to produce. And that's great. Um, Obviously, the player progression is something that um, Louisville, over the course of its program history, has been you know, pretty much banking on. Um, Now, granted, things are different in the transfer portal, but um, yeah, that player progression is key. Stan Quan Clark is a great and absolutely incredible linebacker prospect, four-star player from the nation's number three team in the country, or actually, sorry, number two team in the country, Miami Central, four-star linebacker from the South Florida area. That is a big addition to the program, but... 
what I will tell you is that I don't feel comfortable forcing a true freshman linebacker into a possible starting level position. Now, granted, that may not have happened, but when you look at the depth chart, I don't think it's all that far-fetched. Now, granted, um, you know, if he's ready for that role and if he were to slide in and uh, make an immediate impact at linebacker on the inside, well, that is fantastic. Um, but Stanquan played both on the edge and on the interior in high school. I've just seen some of the best inside linebackers in college football. It takes some time to learn the defense um, in and out. You know, you're essentially the quarterback of the defense. You have to learn everything to a T. Harold Perkins this year for LSU. In my opinion, the most dynamic defensive player in college football, playing inside linebacker uh, for LSU at times. But one of the reasons why um, he didn't see the field as much early on or he didn't play 100% of the time is he's still learning that position. The same thing happened with Devin White at LSU, and the, the case can be made for multiple different players. I think it's hard for a true freshman linebacker to be forced into a starting position right away and succeed. Now, I'm not saying that that couldn't happen, but a lot, a lot of times, oftentimes, I mesh those two words together, um, but oftentimes, uh, it takes a year or two for highly rated linebackers to um, learn the system and get into a spot to where they are able to uh, consistently produce. So from a roster standpoint, this cannot be understated how important Monty Montgomery returning would be for the Cardinal defense. Not only do you bring back a leader, not only do you bring back a guy that um, has been one of the heart and souls of this defense for the past couple seasons, but you bring back one of you know, the more solid linebackers in all of the ACC. You bring back a guy um, that has played a ton of Power 5 snaps uh, for this school um, for a linebacker room that doesn't have a lot of production to its name yet. But I think that this is huge um, for next season if he were to return. Now, granted, I still think that um, the Cardinals will need to replace Momo Sonogo through the portal. Um, I think that the best case of success for next season is going out and getting a linebacker that has produced um, either at the Power 5 level or you know showed out at the Group of 5 or maybe even the FCS, but a guy that can come in and play alongside a Monty Montgomery and give you maybe not necessarily Momo Sonogo level production because that was incredible of a season that Momo had. But a season that you can look at and, um, you know, you know, it show production just like with Monty Montgomery. And then you have valuable depth like Stan Quan Clark, Jalen Alderman, um, you know, the list goes on, um, TJ Quinn, KJ Cloyd, Jackson Hamilton, so on and so forth. So, would be huge news to get Monty Montgomery back. If it's already been uh, announced that he's back, fantastic. But if it's not, that's kind of why I talked about why Monty back would be huge for 2023. Um, we'll talk about another player now that was granted another year of eligibility, Brayton Smith at the wide receiver position. What does that mean for that position that um, needs – some more players ahead of next season. We'll talk about that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at NHTSA. 
Okay, so imagine you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. But no, you live nearby. You can make it home, okay? It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. What's the worst that could happen? Well, in fact, you can kill someone. You can take your own life. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and oftentimes deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, please think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life and or someone else's lives forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Moving right on along into the final segment of the show, talking about Braden Smith back or possibly back. He was granted uh, an additional year of eligibility by the NCAA. Uh, Braden Smith, like Monty Montgomery, was primed for a solid season in 2021. He was hurt, um, I believe it was the fourth game of the season against Florida State and missed the rest of the season with an ACL tear. The 5'10", 185-pound wide receiver caught 21 passes for 215 yards and a touchdown last season. Um, In 2020, before he got hurt, he caught 27 for 370. uh, Or 2020, um, he was not hurt. Um, 27 for 370. In 2021, before he got hurt, 11 for 68 and one touchdown. Now, people will look at this and be like, well, why is this a big returning piece to the puzzle, Dalton? Well, a couple different reasons. Number one, I don't feel comfortable discussing statistical um, takeaways in an offense that did not prioritize passing the football. Um, No disrespect to Scott Satterfield, but his offense was very run heavy. Uh, we all knew that, and we all knew that um, you know the passing numbers weren't necessarily going to be off the charts. So when you look at what Braden Smith did um, over the course of his time here at Louisville, what he did last season, uh, first of all, I think the passing attack never really um, lived up to expectation last year at all. Maybe a small portion of a game, but never consistently throughout the season, maybe not even for a whole game in general. I think that Braden Smith is a solid piece returning to the puzzle if he were to return. Number one, you bring back a veteran presence that has played at the Power Five, that has played at this school for multiple years. Look, you have a wide receiver position that it clearly has lacked depth. Um, Losing DeAndre Moore to Texas is big. Granted, you do bring in Jaleel McClain, William Fowles, Kataris Hicks, from Flyville 23, you have um, Jimmy Calway from Tennessee. You have Jaden Thompson from Cincinnati transferring in. So five new additions already. Um, Amari Huggins, Bruce is back. Um, D. Wiggins is back. You have Chance Morrow, um, Chris Bell as well. But you lose Josh Johnson. You lose Tyler Hudson, who is your 1,000-yard receiver. Only seven of those in program history. So I think that maybe despite this team on paper still needing a number one option, 
it's nice to have guys that have produced at this level. And I think that Braden Smith, with his speed, um, you know, in the second level of the defense, with his ability to line up in the slot, um, you know, 5'10", a smaller receiver, I feel like Jeff Brom does a great job of scheming these guys open. Um, the smaller receivers that are able to um, line up in the flat or um, in the slot, wherever, on the boundary, regardless. And that's not to say he can't do that with taller receivers, but, you know, Rondell Moore, um, so on and so forth. We've seen it, you know, time and time again. David Bell, um, the list goes on. So I think that this is a great opportunity for both Braden Smith and the Cardinals. For Braden, you have an opportunity in a pass-happy offense to build up your statistics, to get your NFL draft film um, spruced up a bit, to get um, some more film for, you know, scouts, and to show out. I think that Braden Smith has played in an offense that didn't necessarily utilize his skill set over the past couple seasons. So who knows what Jeff Brom, Garrick McGee, and the Louisville offense, the Louisville coaching staff can do for a player like Braden Smith. And for the Cardinals, it's a no-brainer, bringing back a guy that has produced for you for the past three seasons, um, a reliable receiver, um, overall a solid piece to the puzzle that is figuring out the depth that Louisville has been lacking. Now, granted, you're bringing back um, possibly Braden Smith and bringing in five new guys. Maybe you look to bring one more wide receiver in, but regardless, you have to feel decent at, at the very least about the wide receiver position. So I think it's a solid opportunity for both um, Braden Smith and the Cardinals, but also for Monty Montgomery and the Louisville defense as well. So a solid week continued to get better throughout the weekend. The Cardinals got a big commitment from Texas A&M defensive back Marquise gross Killebrew, and then it was announced that Monty Montgomery and Braden Smith both granted uh, waivers for an additional year of eligibility from the NCAA. Um, tomorrow's episode, we're going to talk about the biggest stars across the Louisville Athletics Department in 2022, so be sure to not miss that. But that is going to wrap up this Tuesday edition of the show. Everyone have a great day, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow.